0: Welcome to Season 1, Episode 12 of Just Gals Being Pals, a Xena celebration. I'm your host, Bob.
1: And I'm your other host, Spicy Caitlin. Indeed. Caffeinated Spicy Caitlin.
0: <laughs> and with uh, any bit of luck, I think we'll actually be releasing this on the same day that it was aired. The mm. This episode was aired 25 yes. years ago.
1: We noticed that we we just happened to... Caitlin noticed. I think it's, it's fate. <laughs> I did notice. Usually, I, I actually don't pay attention to those things. Bob does. But for some reason, I was paying attention, mm-hmm. and I was like, holy shit. We're in sync 25 fucking years to the day.
0: It's beautiful. For an episode or two, anyway.
1: Yeah, we'll see if we can keep that up. <laughs> we'll see.
0: Yeah, so we're covering the where Greeks Bearing Gifts, and I guess maybe I should tell you what happened. Tell me about it, Bob. Will. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> let, me, let me have a sip of this coffee first.
1: Yeah, we are raging on coffee this morning, so I don't know what's about to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Helen of Troy sleeps in a very curtain-covered circular bed in the middle of the room. That makes me think I would totally fall out of it in the middle of the night. But she has a dream that Menelaus is coming to get her. She wakes up, and Paris tries to assure her that she's safe. But she's shaken and sends for her old friend, Xena. Funny enough, Xena and Gaz were just talking about stopping in Troy to pick up some supplies, or rather, not stopping. But at that very moment, Helen's messenger shows up in the woods, being beaten up by some Greek soldiers, and Xena gives them what for? Xena gets the message, and so to Troy they go. They get to the battlefield near the Trojan city gates and come across some gross skeletons crucified on wagon wheels and have to fight their way through the lines. And Xena embeds her chakram in some guy's chest. A Trojan soldier yells to open the gates and he helps them fight their way in. And it turns out it's Perticus, you know, Gabby's betrothed back from Sins of the Past. Only as Gab's eyes him now, he's pretty handsome in that uniform. Mm-hmm. And also, he's played by a different actor. Huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Xena talks with Helen and convinces her that going back to the Greek king Menelaus isn't going to stop the war. And besides, maybe she has a good thing going with Paris. Mm-hmm. Trojan commander Diphobus. I forgot how it's pronounced now. You know, i Diphobus. So,
1: yeah, who cares?
0: <laughs> okay. Trojan commander Dephobus comes in and vaguely accuses Xena of being a spy, like how could any Greek fight for the Trojan army? Except for that nice Greek boy Perdigas, I guess. Xena has a hunch, and she stay here, Gabs, while she sneaks off to see Diphobus meet with Menelaus, and now she knows that he's a traitor. She tries to out him to Paris, but Diphobus says he was just trying to make peace, and right on cue, the Greeks have withdrawn from the city and left a gift of peace at the gate. It's a big bamboo horse. Let's just bring it inside right away. Diphobus tosses Xena into the dungeon for vague spy reasons. While Helen takes a bath in some sort of milky substance and Paris tries to tell her to relax and celebrate, some other prisoners attack Xena, and she uses a makeshift seesaw to catapult herself up through the air shaft and out of her cell. Most of the guards at the gate are drunk and sleepy, so the Greeks take this moment to pop out of the horse, open the city gates, and fight Gabrielle, who gets her staff chopped in half. As everything is going down, Gabs and Perdicus have a schmoopy moment, and Helen and Paris have an exasperated moment, and Diphobus and Helen have a non-consensual moment. Yuck. The Greeks pull the horse out of the city, which one soldier complains is heavier than he thought it would be, but that's because it's full of Xena, and there's some more Chakram fighting action, and Xena is able to cut off Diphobus as he tries to escape with Helen, and <laughs> conks him on the head, and leaves him wearing Helen's tiara for Menelaus to find. Gavs and Perdicus leave on friendly terms, and Helen leaves for her own adventure as her own person and not someone else's prize. Yay. <laughs> so what did you think of this one? It was fun. Yeah.
1: It's really the story of, of like Helen getting out on her own, striking out on her own, mm-hmm. making her own story as her own woman. Right. And it is just not about the dudes at all. Yeah. And like from the first moment that Zena and Helen start talking about it, she's like. Let the war go on. Fuck these guys. Literally, fuck these guys. What do you want to do, girlfriend? Right. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, (laughs) oh.
0: You can you can go back to them, but the war is still going to go on because then you know Paris is going to come after you, and it's just you know you might as well just like take yourself out of the situation altogether, and
1: like these swinging dicks are going to keep swinging their dicks at each other regardless of you because this has all been going on regardless of you anyway. Mm -hmm. Like you were the excuse to start fighting, but.
0: That was actually my Just Gals Being Pals moment, too. It's oh, really? Just like, yeah. <laughs> there, it didn't seem to be too much between Xena uh, and Gabby in this one, but there's mm-hmm. like a lot between Xena and Helen. Like, yeah. You've got to take care of yourself. Yeah. I- these guys are just <laughs> using you as a token to fight over.
1: You've done a lot for me, Zena. You showed me the only person that can make me happy is me. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Yeah, I had that same thought of there being a lot of Helen and Zena moments. Like even just from the first time when when Helen's like looking in her mirror, and then all of mm-hmm. a sudden, like I knew I was like <laughs> Zena's going to come up behind her, and then she does, and she's just like, "You sent for me." <laughs> and there's clearly just like a friendship and a bond there for her mm-hmm. to just be like, "Sup, girl? I'm in your chambers," mm-hmm. and then you know Helen has like no negative reaction or whatever. She's like, "Oh my girl, you came to see me," yeah. and I don't know. It's kind of nice. I like
0: it. Yeah. She said they met in Sparta before before the war, before. and also like we've had our differences, but we're friends. Mm-hmm. It's Like, why wonder? You know, that'd be an interesting backstory. Tell to me that story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you got for your gals being pals moment?
1: I did have a moment with Zena and Gabby. So Gabby runs into her like ex fiance, basically. Mm-hmm. With that like you know, harkens back to her farm girl days. Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where Zena and him are talking on the wall. And he's like, oh, I have to thank you so much for taking care of my homegirl, Gabby. And she's like, you don't need to thank me. She's like my family. And mm-hmm. just the way she says it, it's mm-hmm. just so like, she's my wife now. So <laughs> you had your turn. It's my wife now. And I'm taking care of her. Don't fucking thank me. She's my fucking wife. Anyway, I just, I liked it. I just thought mm-hmm. there was some subtext there. <laughs> um, she's one. she's like family now because we can't say she's married to me on television. Right. Yet. I liked it. It was cute and he was kind of a fun little fling for Gabby this episode, mm-hmm. but the real connection is is Zena.
0: Yeah. I feel like at the end of the episode when they split, they kind of played it up as like Gabby was more Mm -hmm. interested in continuing something with him than he was, but but she kind of like, he's not that into this, and maybe I'm not, I'll just let this go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it kind of seemed like she was kind of going through like a thought process of like, because when she left him, she was like, You're a simple farm boy, and this life is not for me, I'm going off to see something more than this provincial life, yeah, and then now she's coming back and she's like, Oh, damn. So you can get down with the the adventure life. So like maybe she was like having a second opinion about him. But Mm -hmm. then at the same time, she's like, but I'm not.
0: Like, well, they both grown, yeah, you know, in the 12 episodes, right? Yeah, <laughs> since then. <laughs>
1: well, and yeah, they're both kind of going off to have separate adventures. And he's like, I know we'll see each other again, and they smooch and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's kind of a nice little moment for her, maybe realizing that, like, even if somebody is living your lifestyle, your lifestyle isn't really conducive to having a relationship anyway. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, Huh, you're a totally different person, but we still just can't, like, go freaking, yeah, have a nice little happy, settle down situation
0: yeah unless you're gonna come wander around with us for a while then
1: mm-hmm. well see ya yeah <laughs> yeah so I think it was kind of like I don't know she definitely had her emotional moment there but I mm-hmm. kind of was thinking it was definitely her like seeing things a little differently than yeah than she has in the past because because yeah. she hasn't really I mean other than es everyone's boyfriend <laughs> um, I don't think she's had like a big connection with somebody else who's like also an adventurer she's really mm-hmm. patronizing towards him at first and then it seems like maybe towards the end she actually respects him as a as a warrior or whatever she's like you're a farm boy you can't be here <laughs> as I stand here in my little outfit with my staff and I'm like clearly like just fighting people all the time and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know but you can't be here.
0: She fought a lot of people in this episode too. She did. Yeah. Like, as they were like running through the lines to get to the city, just like she, She you know, used her staff to punch a bunch of people in the face. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And she was like staying right behind Xena the whole time too. Like, Xena's like fighting and stuff and she's like, Mm -hmm. stick close to me. And Gabby's like right there, just like kicking ass and taking names. It's great. She comes flying out of the horse too, kicking ass (laughs) when they jump out at the end. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's like, are we talking about Argo? <laughs> <laughs> Flying out That's of the That's a horse. different episode. <laughs> Inside of Argo, <laughs> the Magic School Bus. No. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's a crossover. It was great. Zena's Miss Frizzle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. no, yeah she she was very much action Gabby, mm-hmm. and just the way she talked to this like soldier man and was just kind of like patronizing him mm-hmm. was I thought it was great. <laughs>
0: Like, look, I've had plenty of adventures.
1: I know my way around an adventure. <laughs>
0: That's right. What do I got for my best stunt? I think in the very first fight when Helen's messenger is getting beat up and <laughs> Xena is taking on all the Greek soldiers, The there's a moment where she jumps over a guy to land up on a tree
1: spider monkey style yeah
0: exactly and then she flips back down lands on his shoulders and breaks his neck with her thighs yeah. <laughs> it was like whoa it's good <laughs> yeah it i funny.
1: like it <laughs> I, I saw that there was like a really big crack sound his head didn't move that much but yeah. the indication <laughs> was that she had done something right. to the, that spine and uh yeah mm-hmm. that was good
0: yeah that's uh
1: it was really funny the way she landed in the tree usually she lands on a branch but she la- she was like bear hugging like yeah spider monkey clawing. on the
0: bark of the tree like hugging it yeah yeah it was great not even like her arms weren't wrapped all the way around it, it was just, like no, she had gripping. claws yeah <laughs> into the tree <laughs> you can't see the motions i'm making
1: <laughs> oh yeah i forgot <laughs> this is a this is a podcast <laughs> shit
0: but yeah very impressive
1: yeah so my best night you already talked about it was when she well i guess maybe it was just in your summary i don't remember when we talked about it it's all running together now
0: oh yeah the, the, the brawl
1: where she freaking seesaws herself out of jail mm-hmm. it's freaking great She just like so she starts fighting these guys i think she uses the bench to hit most of them and then like throws it down has a guy fall on it and just shoots her right out it's freaking great <laughs> and then she just leans down uh, from the top It's like a big tube window Uh dungeon thingy. She leans down from the top. She's like, Thanks, guys. And like (laughs) runs off to do her business. She's just so funny. I when as soon as she got locked in there, I was like, Oh, she's looking around to see how she's gonna get out. Mm -hmm. And then I got all excited when they started fighting because I'm like, Oh, she's what's she gonna do to get out? Then she did. It was great. They always deliver. (laughs) You cannot keep Xena in a cell. Come on. Nice try. Cannot be contained.
0: I now mean, you see that that air shaft or whatever it was. I guess it's an air shaft. What do you think it is?
1: I think it's. I think it's supposed to be a window because it's the only natural light into the room. So, but it's. But it's isn't like, there a
0: building above it?
1: Well, it's it's like kind of slanty. So I don't know. Maybe it comes out right next to the building.
0: Mm. I don't know. I don't know.
1: Maybe because they don't like candles down there. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know how old tiny buildings are I, built. Old timey fantasy buildings yeah. that are recreated for.
0: <laughs> Uh, 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> I probably shouldn't Fantasy be series. To make sense of
1: it. <laughs> right. But. One of my favorite things about Xena is that she, she lives in a time where all other famous old timey people also live. And so it's just mm-hmm. one of my favorite things when she always runs into famous people in history.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And some of it makes sense and some of it doesn't. And just it's always great.
0: All of it. Yeah. I like how they collapse several hundred years mm-hmm. of history into like. Zena's lifetime. <laughs> five years. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because, <Yeah. laughs> uh, I mean, Gabby starts talking about like right away. She's like, oh, I want to go to Troy. I want to see the face that launched a thousand ships. And Zena's like, yeah, warships. <laughs> 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 like, this is not <laughs> all fun and games. Fucking yeah. warships. So it's kind of interesting. I do want to know more about Zena and her backstory, though. It was alluded
0: to. in a, With in Helen. A,
1: yeah in an interesting way Mm. the beginning when helen wakes up from her spooky dreams that she's having Uh she's like all like oh my gosh something's happening like and paris is so freaking mansplaining he's like everything's fine like we got this Mm -hmm. don't even worry which is like kind of a thing to say as a king like don't even worry you've been at war for 10 years and you're not winning yet so like maybe there's something to worry about. I feel like you're not worried enough for the situation. (laughs) I feel like she's adequately worried. Mm -hmm. Anyway I wrote mansplain it to me is something that Helen probably never said (laughs) in my notes because I was just like this is a really rude thing to say to your fancy wife who probably is seeing the future or some shit like Mm -hmm. you're ignoring your view into the future and it's gonna bite you in the ass and it did because he fucking died it bit him in the ass. Or the chest with a knife. Mm. And he died. True. That's what happens when you try to mansplain to Helen of Troy.
0: Bit him in the chest.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You get stabbed by your own brother.
0: Yep. Super rude. De Phobos, he's kind of a creepy guy.
1: He was super creepy. He also had a non-consensual smooch. Yep. We didn't like it.
0: You gotta consent.
1: And and she was like, "What the fuck do you think you're gonna do with me? You're gonna have a wife that hates your fucking ass." And he's like, "I'm still gonna make strong babies, and they're gonna take over the world." And I'm like, "That's a gross man thing to think."
0: Yeah, that's also like a really long term plan. Yeah, like that's I'm not gonna, gonna help make you right now.
1: That grow up <laughs> to take over the world. Like, how old are you? You gotta live that
0: long, right?
1: You're certain kind of late, late in the game.
0: You're gonna make this war go on for another twenty years <laughs> while they grow up.
1: What a dumbass. <laughs> He was not a very good villain. Mm. And his brother was like, I mean, Paris was just like not paying attention.
0: Right. I felt like he was so obviously. Yeah. Manipulating. Like when Paris Zena was, and, yeah,
1: when Zena's telling him your brother was over at the enemy camp and he's like, well, what was she doing there? Take her to jail. <laughs> it was like, uh, okay. Uh, that explains nothing. Still, how did you get there? Why were you there? Like no questions asked. Right. He's like, well, what was she doing there? You
0: didn't even tell anyone like. Oh, I'm going to go make peace now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of a big thing to tell your boss.
0: Hold on a hot second. (laughs)
1: Like, how can you speak for the king when he doesn't even know that you're over there? Mm. Like, that's some fucking sketchy (laughs) bullshit. Paris, you fucking deserve to die. Deserved it. And you were a douchey husband, so fuck you. Mansplainer. Fair enough. Mm.
0: Mansplainer. (laughs) I did like the, uh, you know, some of the production like construction stuff the big wagon wheels that they had crucified people on i don't was that a thing i know they like did it on x's but i, don't, I don't know if they did it on big wheels that
1: yeah it, it looked like some kind of artistic torture thing license or something but, but i don't know
0: it's like one of those things where you just like hang people up and just let them let them die, die by exposure by birds
1: and, or whatever happens yeah, exactly. first yeah good times those olden days look
0: creepy though and the bamboo horse yeah <laughs> Was there bamboo in Greece?
1: I I <laughs> or, just don't know. For Troy?
0: I don't know. I did like the mane on the horse, though. I yeah, th- That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Like grass. Yeah. Fancy grass. Hey, business. Mm-hmm, yeah, that mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't the disclaimer about the horse?
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. The, the disclaimer at the end of this episode said, no oversized Polynesian-style bamboo horses were harmed during the production of this motion picture. However... Many wicker lawn chairs gave their lives.
1: Thank you, wickered lawn chairs, for giving your life to make a beautiful horse and mane. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, different take on the church and horse than I've seen. I always see like a just big old fucking wooden sturdy thing. But that was like mm-hmm. the kind of thing you might use as a curtain. You know, it looked like, like a bamboo curtain.
0: <laughs> a well, they had separator. to build it fast with whatever they had on hand, right? So I guess <laughs> wicker there must chairs. have been... <laughs> That's that's what they had when they were camped outside the city gates. Yeah, Every, All the soldiers were just sitting in wicker chairs.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or they,
0: uh, oh, you know what it was? It was the, uh, no, this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> the, whatever little like reed coverings that they had. So they like built the little pits that, and they were hiding yeah, they, the reed they coverings. did look
1: like that. They did yeah, look like that. Maybe
0: that's what it was supposed to be.
1: But where'd they get those?
0: Who knows? Who knows? From their uh, trips to Egypt or something.
1: (laughs) When Xena and Gabby go to Troy for the first time, Mm -hmm. they're, like, having to run through, like, basically the front line of the Greeks' battle positioning. Right. And... All these Greeks just, like, pop out of the ground. Like, the the camera pans all over and shows all these, like, crucified corpses and stuff. And then they start running. Oh, and Zena, I le- do love that line that Zena tells Gabby. She's like, are your boots laced? <laughs> I love that.
0: But she gives her, like, no time to actually check before she says, run! <laughs> yeah,
1: and then she just, like, grabs her and they're running. And then all these dudes are just, like, popping out of the ground. And it's, it was good. It was a nice little action scene of, like, yeah. running, fighting, running, fighting, running, fighting.
0: It looks cool. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe they were kind of giving away their idea that they were going to, you know, do that when they put the horse in there. They were yeah. hiding. Yeah. But.
1: Uh, I was also curious why cool they were hiding way. there to begin with. Were they just waiting for somebody to walk by? Yep. Or what?
0: It's like a Venus flytrap.
1: Yeah. Just in case some random knight person comes to help Troy, we're going to make sure we're here to stop him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Interesting. But then only like
0: four guys came out to fight him.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) It didn't look very warlike, but you know, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, when they were like, charge the game. Maybe not think... that many people were charging the gates. They they all have really small armies
0: now. Yeah, they've just like, been camped out there so long. <laughs> it's
1: like a dozen people <laughs> on each side. The the people who uh, came in inside the horse are the only people left in the Greek army at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it was all of them.
0: I love that they did another uh, chakram POV shot where mm-hmm. it was. It took out a bunch of people, hitting a bunch of people in the face. Just knocking them unconscious. Didn't cut them.
1: Yeah. Well, it kind of didn't show it. It almost didn't really show you very many details about what it was doing. It was like so fast.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I don't know. But just constantly I, I assumed yeah. that
1: I was like, probably none of those people died. that
0: the chakram has, you know, different settings, like a stun setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and she, embedded she, into your she chest. Set it setting. On stun.
1: <laughs> but at the end, yeah, at the end of the stun, though, it'll still embed itself in like a rock or a tree or something. Right. And it's like, but what about the human flesh? <laughs> the delicate human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> when it like hits somebody in the face and doesn't leave a mark.
0: It's Can magic. Mm-hmm.
1: It is magic. Zen magic. That's the answer.
0: <laughs> I don't know.
1: I liked the little smoke screen that she made out of whatever random green powder she found in the uh, supply room at the end. Show me what you have. And then Helen takes her to the supply room, which everyone has in their temple. And in case they get, mm-hmm. you know,
0: besieged. Sure.
1: And <laughs> Zena's looking through the shit. And I She's like, do. grabs this plate full of bowls that are full of mysterious powders. And she's like, this is all I need. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I bet it's going to be. Nonsensical, and it was. She just like lit it on fire, and it made a smoke screen.
0: But they use that to crawl back into the horse before they took the horse out. Got to
1: have that smoke screen powder laying around. (laughs) You never know when you're going to need it.
0: (laughs) What else we got here?
1: I think it's kind of crazy that you think someone's left you a present after you've been at war for them for ten years. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a conclusion I wouldn't jump to.
0: (laughs) It's a gift of peace. You should look
1: that gift horse in the mouth. I don't Very happy mouth. You should make a mouth and then look <laughs> into it.
0: <clears throat>
1: it's full of people with swords. <laughs> swords, yeah, they're just like gullible,
0: mm.
1: freaking gullible. But you know, makes for a good story. That's all that matters, right? It does. That's what we're here for. We're here for the stories, not the things to make sense.
0: No, I kind of like the things that don't make sense. Honestly, it, keeps it makes it me laugh.
1: <laughs> it's less predictable if it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen.
0: Do you have anything else? I think I'm. Thing I'm out of things.
1: I'm probably out of things too. It was a good, solid episode. Yeah, I think it's been a while since I've watched Cena, and I feel like I'm getting back in the groove of it. Mm-hmm. We've been we've taken a hiatus, hiatus. Yeah, a life related hiatus. Yeah, uh, from recording. <laughs> Hopefully, going to get back into a more consistent schedule. Yeah, we're so back again. I, <laughs> we are back. I'm motivated now that we're we're lined up with the original release mm, schedule. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like motivated to make sure we're staying on track but anyway life's fucking crazy right now so it sure is you know sometimes you think you're gonna record a podcast and then like other things happen and you're like oh shit that's actually more important than recording a podcast i guess i'll deal with that true so that's what we did but now we're back to recording true true and zining and doing the things drinking coffee
0: <laughs> two months coffee
1: Woo. yeah yeah anyway
0: Alrighty. Well, if you want to hear more back episodes, you can find them at JustGalsBeingPals.com or wherever fine podcasts are sold. And you can reach us at uh, Pals on Twitter and Instagram. Our opening and closing music is Kaval Sfiri, performed by Balkan Ethno Orchestra. Please visit them at BalkanEthnoOrchestra.com. That's probably enough for now. Caitlin, why don't you say your thing?
1: Take excellent care of yourself. I highly recommend uh, taking a break from social media for your own well-being and drink some water. I love you. Goodbye.
0: Again. Oh, level 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 level. Got the coffee sweats. <laughs>
1: i've got the coffee sweats Mm. coffee sweats sounds
0: so appealing
1: i have caffeine raging through my veins